And I think to myself What a wonderful world it's time for Conversations with the Mayors, brought to you by the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill Carborough, home to one of the most diverse, collaborative, and fastest-growing communities of business leaders in North Carolina. The Chamber is uniquely qualified to connect you with the people, resources, and opportunities that you need to succeed. Learn more about membership at carolinachamber.org. It's Wednesday afternoon. We are joined on the phone by the Chair of the Orange County Commissioners, James Etta Bedford. How are you this Wednesday afternoon? I'm good, thank you. Glad that you were able to jump on the air with us here, especially after a super busy Board of Commissioners meeting last night. And I was looking at the agenda. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there. So I'll let you kind of prioritize what stood out to you as either the the biggest or most important or most memorable um, element of that meeting last night. Okay. Um, Well, I guess we'll go first with the one that, that is most time sensitive. And um, that is for folks who are getting food uh, nutritional benefits and uh, Medicaid. Our DSS department came to us to ask for some additional funding, some additional temporary positions. Um, basically, you know, the national emergency ends in May, but they've already started unwinding some of the additional services that were provided. So people's food allotments are going to drop dramatically. It, uh, beginning of February. So uh, sometimes it's hard to communicate with people to reach them. This is an opportunity just being on the phone with you. Thank you so much um, so that they pay attention to the change when they go shopping, but they may have uh, less on their their benefit card. And we moved, I think it was $250,000 or so, but yeah, 125000 over from our uh, just social justice reserve fund to the DSS so that we can do some supplemental um, uh, food cards to help people make that transition. And it will, it depends on how much money they do make, how many people are in the household. Um, but we, but we want just trying to alert people so that they can make adjustments as well. And that's, that's happening at the beginning of February or at the end of February. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, that's coming up oh, yeah, next yeah. week. Right. Right. And so, if if people anytime of course and we, and they're calling the meet actually the meeting was today they're going to work with all the very you know table porch the various food meals on wheels um, the different food providers to make sure everybody's working together and in the loop in case they might get additional referrals people might still have that need um, and I mean some people may have you know with unemployment going down be okay having their benefits slightly reduced but others it, it we just don't know. We can't predict. So we want to be ready. And the state's calling a meeting uh, later this in the next week, also to to um, work about you know other regional like food banks and um, services that might be needed for for our residents. And then they have to go through DSS uh, social workers and staff have to go through everybody that had Medicaid funding through these ex- special exemptions, college kids, um, adult males who are going to lose those benefits. Uh, probably, uh, and others may like it, again if they if they're making more money now. They have to do an evaluation of every single person. Medicaid's by person, not by household. So we, that's what the two additional temporary positions for the through June of 2024 are for to help staff up so that um, that happens. And of course, if Medicaid expansion is approved, that's fabulous. 
We had a letter this week from the State Department of Health and Human Services that they are working to try to make sure counties are held harmless, that they will provide that funding for those temporary positions that are needed to um, add these caseloads. That'd be great. We're visiting with James Etta Bedford. She's the chair of the Orange County Commissioners and unpacking a very busy Board of Commissioners meeting from last night. And uh, that was definitely one of the things that I had circled on the agenda, that end of the COVID era food and nutrition services. So glad that we could help get the word out on that and uh, keep an eye on possible alternatives for folks as those services come to an end. What else uh, caught your eye as being particularly important from last night? Well, what we're all just really celebrating is that um, Kate Finhagen in our um, Criminal Justice Resource Department brought forward a grant from the state again, Department of Health and Human Services, that'll run through September of 2025 for, I think it was just under 1.2 million. But what it does will provide a social worker, four social workers, one for each police department, like Chapel Hill, Carborough, Hillsborough, and the sheriff, so that they'll each have a, a social worker added to their their uh, personnel roster, a, a coordinator in Kate's office, and then Freedom House, which is our local mental health treatment and SUD treatment, um, will have a an actual um, you know letters behind the name. I forget. I'm not thinking right. You know, a someone who can do the counseling and the rehabilitation and that kind of services. A clinician, a clinician position and another position. And I think she said that. They'll start with Chapel Hill first because they already have a crisis department, so they're used to having social workers. They're going to get hired almost immediately, and the coordinator. And then July one, start. Uh, that gives time for training, train, time for for the uh, the police chiefs are very excited. You know, they were all part of this grant, of course, um, to prepare for how what's the best way to use this position, with the goal of uh, diversion, keeping people out of the court system, out of jail, but also you know social workers connecting instead of treating symptoms. Let's connect people with the services or resources they need. Uh, you know, they're all wraparound, housing, uh, transportation, food, um, mental health care, of course. So, um, so that, that is just a huge celebration. It's, you know, it's not perfect, but it's a step in the right, dire- uh, right direction. I think it's uh, a lot of times when we talk about changes that take place, there's, there's kind of a couple of steps that you have to go to kind of imagine what that's going to look like. But these two that you just talked about where there's new staff being hired, where suddenly there are people who have a job to do that, you know, that kind of wasn't happening before or, you know, lots of people in that department were having to figure that out. I, I feel like that's pretty exciting stuff and people that think uh, something that people can really kind of wrap their heads around right away and see how there will be positive changes. Um, on this, the social workers for the police departments, uh, what kind of like actual changes do we expect to see as these hires get added into the fold? And, and this, I might not be accurate, but I believe, for example, then we might be able to free up some of the um, law enforcement, but they won't, they will go, uh, go on the, some calls with the social worker, but the idea being that, that they can focus on the more direct, you know, true criminal uh, dangerous situations to protect and serve. But if somebody's having a mental health episode, the social worker, uh, and we're working towards having the mobile crisis team. That's what we're working for. Chapel Hill does have a crisis team, but but more, you know, right? More throughout the county um, that we can delineate who needs which service and do it more cost-effectively and, and do it in what's best interest for that person and also for our community. 
So I think it's very progressive and, and um, very positive. We're visiting with James out of Bedford. She's the chair of the Orange County Commissioners, and we've talked about uh, lots of new positions coming to the uh, the county staff based on stuff that happened at the meeting last night. So some very exciting news. We probably have time for one more uh, kind of big item from last night's meeting. What, what's the next thing on your list? Well, we also issued a, a proclamation on Black History Month. So we, we were maybe a little bit tardy, but we do want to remind folks that we have the um, Polly Awards this Sunday at the Witted Building at 3 o'clock, um, honoring some, some uh, wonderful people. And... There are still some events on, you know, look on the schools. Uh, Saturday is the Black Knowledge Bowl at McDougal Middle School at 10 o'clock. Um, and some events like learning um, CPR. So check out the town's websites, the county websites, the school's websites for, for some really um, appropriate. And, learn, you know, you'll learn something and you'll learn some, some uh, history and some skills and, and have some fun. Excellent. Is there anything else uh, going on around town or anything else that you wanted to mention that we haven't gotten to quite yet? Well, and we, we had waited uh, um, for Commissioner Portiasca, then uh, waited for our new commissioner to pick our different committees. We're a little bit different. In towns, the mayors appoint the, their council people to different committees. We just do a round robin. So we all um, spend a little bit of time having some fun, you know, working on our calendars and schedules. I'm going to be new to the health board. And, you know, appointed last night and my first meeting's tonight. So <laughs> it's, it's good in that you stay on a committee for a maximum of uh, two years. Most of them are four years if it's uh, regional. Um, for commissioners to learn a variety, a big variety of what the county does, what county government departments are doing, um, what regional, like the, the Metropolitan Planning Boards for Transit. So um, we did spend some time figuring that out and uh, – let Phyllis, that way Phyllis got um, an opportunity to select what's near and dear. Like she's going to be on the Affordable Housing Committee. That was her first choice. Hooray! Well, Jim Zetta, I appreciate you taking the time. As always, good stuff, as always, and I look forward to talking again next week. Okay, I'll talk with you then. Thank you.